Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, obviously, it's it's Saturday morning, and on the, on the top of everyone's mind, every Giant fan's mind, is the latest with Kenny Galladay. Um, I, we just saw your tweet. Uh, that's the tweet. That's it. And um, my 90% prediction is still good for now. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, what's, what's, you know, any latest or what? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. you know, they negotiated to late, <clears throat> late into the night. Yeah. And it's still whacking up some things this morning. And from what I understand, it looks pretty good. Yep. You know, but yeah, these things are tricky, man. Yeah. You know, yep. these things are tricky. So while it looks good, I'm not going to say it's definite, you know, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerry, I won't even say it's 90%. If you, if somebody had to ask me. I mean, you're probably going to be right with that 90%, but if somebody asks me right now, hey, Chris, what do you think? I, I, would, go, I would say 70%. Oh, know? no, I'm just going by my last week's. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying you're probably going to be right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I'm saying is if somebody asks you, hey, Chris, look, I see a lot of people ask on Twitter, what, what percentage? You know, what percent? Oh, I don't know percentage-wise, but if somebody says, say about 70%, you know? Well, and and that didn't, ha- like, I always, I thought it was going to be Samuels. And then he went to the, end up going to the, uh, the, 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 the Washington football team. So, after the Zeitler cut, I kind of want to go through the, the chain of events that's happened this week, right? Because it really was like the lowest of low, the highest of high, then middle, now high, low, like all just typical Giant fan stuff, right? And, and, and I throw myself in that as well. So Zeitler gets cut last week, and that's when I said, all right, if they're going to cut Zeitler, they're going to make a move, right? They're going to do something in free agency to, to kind of appease the fan base, but also because they have to give Daniel Jones a weapon. So that's why I said... You know, you had said early on you thought it was Galladay if they make a move. And then when they cut Zeitler, I thought, that's the guy. They're going to go after Galladay. That's it. But Monday night, uh, something happened that we all thought would happen, that Dalvin Tomlinson mm-hmm. agreed to a two-year deal worth $22 million, or 21.5, 12.5 mm-hmm. signing bonus with the Minnesota Vikings, proving that we are the farm system for the Minnesota Vikings defensive line. Um. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, like the Giants kind of pulled a Santino Colleone here, where they hit us, so we hit them back. No, you know right, I mean? right, right. That's great. That's so a they, great analogy. So they turned around and they signed. <laughs> and I, look, Jerry. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I thought this was a very good get yeah. up and signing. And yep. Odenab Odenabal, I think his name is Odenabal. Is how you say it. Yep. I always liked him. Yeah. Um, and the Giants went out and grabbed him to a one-year deal. The Giant fans are going to like this dude. I put it on Twitter a little bit, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, you know, who the hell is this guy, you know? Yeah. But they're going to like him. So they struck. And then, of course. Ten, ten know, sacks over two years. Yeah. And he gets a lot of pressures. He, look, look he's, he's pretty decent on the run. He's a guy who's going to get some quarterback pressures and hits. You know, uh, guys, look, he's a guy that's active. Every time I watch the Vikings, you know, you see 95 doing some things, you know, so. I was happy with that. And I, I, real quick, I was, I was joking with the Dalvin thing. We, all, we both thought he was going to go, right? Yeah. yeah we, we both said they're not going to invest that much in the defensive line. So we, got, we understood why it happened. The aggravation the next day was that Leo wasn't done yet, right? So you're oh. right. Get Odenig, I thought it was I don't know, Odenigbo, Oden, Odenabo. Odenabo, yeah. Odenabo, sorry. Yeah. Um, I just got it down myself, Jerry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm writing it phonetically. I'm writing these names down phonetically so I don't yeah. screw them up. Yeah. Um, but what I like about it, and I'm just going to stay on him real quick, is although, you know, Lorenzo Carter looked like he was taking the next step, uh, O'Shane Zimenez is still here, mm-hmm. 
like there are some questions, but at least you're you're kind of hedging your bet with this signing. Like there's a lot of potential with the with the edge rush now, I think. Yeah, sure. You know, you yeah. added another guy. You lost a guy that's a run stopper, two gap, you know, a gap guy takes two blockers, the whole deal in Dalvin, and then you get and you're adding a little bit of an edge guy right. who's gonna get more quarterback pressures. You know what I mean? Now look yep. look, we kind of went into this free agency knowing that Dalvin wasn't gonna be re signed. Right? Yes. The expectations we did. were low. Mm-hmm. Talked about it numerous times. They they gonna try to make it work. They're gonna try to do the numbers, which was true. They did, but it just couldn't be done. And you can't keep everybody, okay? Right, right. Um, so they went out and they plugged some of these lower money guys in, which was a good move. And of course, look, the object there was two things that Dave Gettleman slash Kevin Abrams wanted to do in this free agency, okay? Mm-hmm. One, re-sign Leo Williams. Yes. They did. Mm-hmm. Now, was it getting frustrating at times? Oh, oh. Like, what are we doing, Dave? I mean, Cri- yeah. I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. You must no, I, on Tuesday, I'm sitting there getting so aggravated. Right, so and then I. I saw, then I saw your tweet, and I'm like, yeah. All right, I feel justified now, right? Well, like, what? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, ahead. like when Mike Garofalo <laughs> of NFL Network said, hey, they're pretty far apart yeah. still. It was like, oh, Dave, what? I mean, what are we doing here? You know? <laughs> right. This is like flip over the table mode right now like at the negotiation table i'd be like all right i'm done that's it i'm out forget it and and the thing jerry here this was the thing that the frustrating thing was that this guy this contract was holding up the organization during a crucial time of exactly exactly yep so uh, that's why i put the tweet out hey if this guy wants even way more than you guys are, 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 are willing to give right hey maybe it's time to drop the tag Hey, Leo, go out there, go test free agency, and get back to us because this is the number we're going at. You want this, and this ain't happening. You know what I mean? And up until that point, we had lost Tomlinson and only signed Devontae Booker and Colin Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah, Yeah. Gillespie. Sorry. Right. Number 12 for the the Texas A&M 12th minute. That's what I know about him. But, yeah, so we signed a fullback, a special teams guy, and a running back that was kind of a head-scratcher. Right. I mean, it's kind of, you know, the money they gave him on day one. Now, look, I'm not knocking Devontae Booker. I always liked Devontae Booker. I always thought he was a pretty decent back, okay? Right, right. I'm not knocking that. The thing was, the money they gave at the time, pre-Leo Williams structure. Right. Right? Yep. And day one of free agency, where you know there's going to be 10, 12 backs out there you could sign. But it is what it is, Jerry. Move on. Right. You can see now, the way it's working out, it's not really damaging our cap, okay? Right. But at the time, it was like, what are you doing with this? A exactly. running back. Yes. And, tr- and trust me on this one, Jerry. I got some texts from a few people yeah. in that building saying, I have no idea what the hell this signing is. Okay? Right. right. But it is what it is. They signed him. They got a pretty decent backup for Saquon. Now, real quick, did they did they get him because of his pass catching ability? You think? No, Booker? they got him because he's a, he could kick it, pass. He could he could play special teams. He could give you a little receptions, okay. and he could run the ball a little bit, dude. Okay. I, I don't know where the hell that came from. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, they signed a guy because he catches swing passes. That's, that's totally Yeah, not I don't true, know. I, I just, I'm, that's I'm totally grass, not true. grasping at straws then. That was Twitter. I, that's just twi- people running with Twitter. Okay. You know, insanity. Okay. At this time yeah. of year, it's insanity as we, as you watch every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it wasn't because they signed a guy a swing pass. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. uh, the, the guy, they like him. Obviously, look at the money they gave him right off the bat. They didn't want him hitting the free agent, the free agent market very long. Yeah. And he gave him that money and, and locked him up, okay? Yep. Um, 
So, but the frustrating was that Leo wasn't done yet. And then you see these reports saying they're not close and Leo's asking for even more. And right, it right. was like, oh, oh, wait a minute here. Are we going to let this one guy hold this organization hostage? Well, we got, you know, we have holes to fill. We got to be a little, you know, we got to do some things here, you know? Yeah. So the whole giant fan base, you could sense it. I was freaking fuming. Like, yeah, yeah. Enough's yeah. enough now. You right. know what I mean? And, and the most polarizing figure with the Giants, Dave Gettleman, right? I just thought to myself, you know what? All the Gettleman haters, they're right. That's what I thought Tuesday. Like, you know what? You guys win. I'm walking away from this. I, you know, we traded for Leonard Williams. We can't sign him two years in a row. Now that the franchise tag is holding us captive, when all of a sudden he agreed to three years, well, what? 63 right. million or whatever. Well, it was 45 guaranteed. This is why I always preach, you know, everybody, like, just settle down. I know there's Gettleman haters, and Dave could do no wrong or right in anybody's eyes. But Jerry, yeah. you know, from what somebody told me, he was asking a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, right. So Dave had to get that down. Right. So I understand the initial reaction of Gettleman, 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 Gettleman. But Dave had to get that number down. So was it taking a ridiculous amount of time? Yeah. I mean, it was like, come on, what are we doing? We got The point I was making with Gettleman was like, Hey, Dave, we know you don't want to lose this guy because you're going to look bad. Right, Jerry? Right, right. Because he traded for him, and that's what everyone was pointing back to. And, right. But at a certain time, if yeah, his number is this amount, yep. and you're not going to go above this amount, right. you got to sooner or later say, well, you're not going to hold us hostage anymore, Leo. Right. We're going to drop this tag, right. or you're going to play on the tag, right? Yeah, yeah. Which nobody wanted because they had to get that cap number down because they, they needed some money to free up, right? Yeah. So it was like one or the other. So obviously what happened, Jerry, you know, is that Leo Williams' agent, Dave Gettleman, they looked on Twitter, yeah. saw the giant inside a tweet and said, yo, <laughs> this guy busy now is going to come here with a shotgun in about 10 minutes. We better get this done, you know? Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, totally oh, what happened. Oh, get inside. You know, so they worked it out. Now, can you argue they overpaid for Leo a little bit? Yeah, of course, right? Nah, I don't care. But did they get that? The key was this, Jerry, listen, the key was this years cap 19 to 11 that was the key they yes. freed up 8 million yep nobody really gives a flying shit about next year and the years after cap because a the giants are gonna have a ton of money b yeah. the tv contracts kicked in so the cap's gonna go up a lot next year and yeah. forget about in 2023 okay right the fans are coming back the, the tv much so the, the the goal was this season get that yeah. cap number down right they did wind up doing that with leo <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. At one point on Tuesday, Chris, yeah. we had lost Zeitler, Tomlinson, yeah. and I felt like we were gonna lose Leo Williams too. And I just thought, yeah. wow, we are in yeah. bad shape right now. Well, so, Jerry, uh, I, yeah. I never thought we would lose Leo. I just yeah. thought it was starting to head towards he's gonna play on the cap. You know, right. uh, uh, excuse me, Jerry, on the, the franchise the, the franchise tag. Yeah, I know what you mean. Which yep. we didn't. We couldn't afford for him to do that. You understand? No, not at all. So that was the frustrating part, but they worked it out. Yep. Um, so right now. And I know Gettleman haters don't want to hear this. But Dave is real close. Him and Kevin Abrams are real close to signing Galladay. We'll see, we'll see how it works out, right? Yeah. Yep. We, will, we were hoping, Jerry, he'd be signed by the time we did this podcast. That's, and that's, guys, obviously, that's why we held off doing this. So Right. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. Um, but if he signs Galladay, mm -hmm. this is a very successful free agency for Dave because I'll tell you why. Yeah. The goal, there was two goals, Jerry. Mm -hmm. One, re-sign Leo, check. Two, get a playmaker very close to a check. Right. 
So what does Dave do as a little bit of a Christmas bonus? He he throws in an edge guy mm-hmm. slash defensive end and oh an ex- here it is say it and my boy you know where I'm going with this right <laughs> of course <laughs> me and Coach Charlie Weiss's boy the Notre Dame the Golden Dome Kyle Rudolph the veteran is going to come in here and he's going to give us some red zone hands and he's going to do some things on the inline blocking which he's very good at uh, for the Giants next season so Jerry. If this Galladay deal gets done, yeah, right. Yeah. This is another successful free agent for Dave Gettleman. And, and, what I, look, what I, another, and you can say, and people yeah. can say, "Hey, Chris, shut up! Gettleman's the worst. I, I, I hate you and him. Oh, you can't say that, Chris." Hey, folks, I'm just telling you like it is, brother. Yeah. So, yeah, don't, Jerry, yeah, I'm sorry. No, don't be. No, no, don't be formers and spitters, guys. You gotta be. You gotta look at this a little analytically. And last free agent class obviously was spectacular. And if you get Galladay, this one's a success. Look, John Ross, no one got excited about that. But at the same time, one year, $2 million for a guy who was picked, what, eighth overall for Cincinnati? I, it runs a 4-2-something 40, right? Yeah, four Maybe two, we can yeah. get some. This is, this is a, a low-risk, high-reward type of signing. I liked it, right? And I like it a lot more if you get Galladay. Because then, then, look... The, the thing that sucked was when he got signed, John Rose, everybody said, well, I guess we're out of the Galladay running. It was like, wait, no, please. These are independent moves of each other. Yeah. Uh, so when I, I, I like that one, I wanted to get your thoughts on, on Reggie Ragland, right? That was a guy who was kind of high coming out. He's yeah. bounced around. Yeah. He's got the, you know, the Alabama tie. Were you, do you think anything of that? I mean, we needed another middle yeah. linebacker. It's, I mean, it's, it's like a backup for Tay Crowder, I think. Uh, well, well, we'll see. Yeah, it's, look, Jerry, it's competition for the inside. Something they needed, right? It's a, it's an upgrade from Mayo. Tell me, right? Uh, or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, look, Reggie Ragland was really good for the Chiefs a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, he was a highly touted prospect, you right. know, in right. Alabama coming out. Never lived up to what he was, you know, what he was supposed to be. But right, no, he hasn't. He's going to give you some inside competition, Jerry. Right. It's no guarantee he's making a team. You know, he's like at a at a vet minimum he's signed for, you know. Yeah, one year, one 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 year, I think like nine seventy five right. or something. So he's gonna bring in, he's gonna he's gonna bring some competition here, and we'll see if he makes a squad. He might, you know. Yeah. Probably will. But and Jerry, then, can I get back to John Ross one second? Sure. Uh, you I'm know, excited you just, about that one. You just brought him up. All right. So, John Ross never lived up to his um, draft uh, uh, selection, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, but I I, I just gonna say one quick thing. So it's twenty nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. And Ross is off to a very good start in Cincinnati. Right. He was. The first half of the season. Yep. And I remember seeing John, you know, watching. You know, he had a few touchdowns. He's doing his thing. You know, obviously the kid's a burner. He's a four-two-two-five guy or something, you know? Ridiculously fast. Ridiculously fast. That doesn't mean you're going to succeed in the NFL as we've known a thousand, uh, we've seen a, a thousand times. Guys who can run, you know, like, like a deer, but they can't run a route or can't, you know, whatever it might be, you know? Mm-hmm. But he started, I remember sitting there couple years ago saying oh boy you know it looks like ross is finally getting it you know right he started sometimes it takes guys three years dude you know mm-hmm. it looks like he's starting to get it and then he got injured last year total disaster his kid gets covid he gets an injury he's pissed off at his roles taylor boyd you know he starts getting you know aj green came back his role right. is reduced even more he yep. wanted out since they mm-hmm. didn't trade him he's pissed off He's gone, okay? Right. Now, am I saying this is going to work out and he's going to be, you know, a 70 touchdown? No, I'm not a touchdown guy for us. No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying that this was a nice, what I like to call bring in. You bring in a guy 
if it doesn't work out, it doesn't cost you much, you know? Right. If it does work out, you look like a genius. It's like a, it's like a, a ghost genius move. Right? If he works out, great move. If not, okay, you know? It's one year. He's intriguing. Money. Yeah. Because I thought he started getting it in 2019. Last year was a disaster. He's a chip guy. What does that mean? I mean, he's a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder. He's out to prove something, you know? Yep. He's going to come in this camp, <clears throat> and he's going to add speed, and he's going to compete. And if a Galladay's out there, if they bring a Galladay, now you're looking at a Galladay, Ross is going to compete, Shep, and Darius Slayton, I expect to be Well, now, I was just going to get to that. Thank three. you for bringing that up. Like, now, now, if those are your four, and look, guys, I, I, now, because you, if you could bring in Galladay and you brought in Ross, now... You get a bonus out of a Dante Pettis, right? A, a CJ Board, David Sills, who you liked last year. Like now, you're competing with that fifth re- receiver spot. Those guys, you're not relying on. Well, hopefully they're a third, right? So you just do. You're, you're able to have so much more depth. And I know I'm stating the obvious, but guys that you're still kind of thinking there may be something there, you really don't need it to be there. It, it's just such an added bonus if Sills or Pettis, who looked pretty good last year for them. Uh, if they can do anything this year, right? Yeah, uh, it's no. going to be. Look, you're not. You don't. You're not. As, you're not as happy about that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's still going to come down how the offensive line settles down, right? Well, that's 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 the. Yeah. It's still going to come down to that, but they, you know, there's a smart move. Rudolph's a good inline blocker. Right. Caden Smith's a good inline blocker. Mm-hmm. Tololo's a really good pass pro guy. And Evan Ingram, we don't know what the hell. Forget about that, right? Well, so, that was the first thing I thought of when they signed Rudolph. I texted you right away. Is that it for Ingram? And we just, you kind of no. laughed. Like, I know, I know. But every, Giants Twitter, that's the thing they, first thing they asked and the first thing I thought of. Yeah. So, look, we got a lot of the same questions this week. Yeah. That one's covered now, guys. That is not the end of Evan Ingram. No. No, and I really like Evan, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, teams have sniffed around to gauge the mm. Giants' interest in maybe moving him. The Giants basically said, nope. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to come in with a ridiculous offer, to, and that ain't happening. Okay, would they, do, so, would, they move, would they move him for a second or no? What do you think? Uh, uh, Jerry, I, I'm sure if somebody came in, if somebody was smoking crack for 24 hours and, and offered a two for di- Evan, I'm sure they would they definitely would consider that. You know? Right, okay. But that ain't happening, Jerry. Yeah, you know, yeah. so <clears throat> the only way, only possibility of a three or something like that could have been from Belichick pre- Free agency, you know what I mean? Right. Because I, from what I understand, Belichick like likes Evan Ingram, but now he solved his tight end issues, as we know. You know, oh, Belichick went went <laughs> went crazy in free right. agency. Belichick, obviously, you know, he he went nuts. We all know that. So, yeah. The John Ross is intriguing, Jerry. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. It's a low. It's a low cost. You know, move. Um. I thought the re-signing of Austin Johnson was a little bit more than I expected, but we, we predicted that to happen, though. It goes, yes, we did predict that. Um, it goes to show you the importance they feel he will be this year, giving him that money, re-signing, making sure he's back on his roster. Right? They yep. knew, they knew Dalvin was going to be gone, Jerry. Okay, yeah, right. So they bring in Austin Johnson. You, you throw him in there with BJ Hill coming back, uh, of course, Big Dex, mm-hmm. Leo, uh, you know the new guy, Odenabo. Um, and then whoever else they draft or undrafted phase they bring in, or another vet is going. Uh, look, Jerry, what have you been seeing all over the place? Even, 
Anthony Harris yesterday with the Eagles signs a one-year, one year $5 deal. million. One-year deal. Said it weeks ago. One-year one deals. Year deals. Yep. There's going to be other guys out there. Malik Jackson just signed, I think it was a one-year deal. I mean, you're going to see guys like that all over, you know? Another another move they made, two moves. One, very under the radar, but hey, based on the job he did last year, Casey Kreider, right? Resigned your long snapper. Yeah. Anybody who's, who's been around long enough to remember Trey Junkin, that's huge, right? Zach Diossi's been doing it forever. You never heard a peep from him because he was perfect at it. So that's that's something that's very important. It flies under the radar. The other thing I wanted to add, Chris, they lowered Nate Solder's cap number uh, to what? Uh, they lowered it by $6 million, right? So now... They'll have, I think right now they're $1 million above, but they haven't counted Solders yet, so they're going right. to be $7 million above. So while they extended Solder a year, the dead cap money uh, next year is only $4 million if they get rid of him. So he's right. now, he's basically now Cam Fleming, you think? Or do you think he's... Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nope. I was going to say, yeah, look, was um, right, right tackle. Uh, look, I, I want to I tell everybody that's listening too, Jerry, okay? Yeah. That there's a lot of people out there on Twitter that give false information. Sure. I, I see people, I, I guess, you know, I don't want to sound like a wise ass, but, you know, I guess they think they, they cover the team or whatever, and they give people false information. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple of accounts saying, okay, Solder's going to be our right tackle. I, I told you weeks ago that their plans for Solder was, one, he's not coming back at that cap number, and he's going to have to restructure, right? Right. That's what they did. And two, they view him as a swing guy. Yes. Pert's going to be the guy unless Pert can't handle it, Right. You know, I see things. It kills me because I see people responding like, "Oh, wow, Solder's going to be a tackle." He's stay-. like, you know, don't be fooled by some of these stuff you see on Twitter, man. I mean, right? No, you right. know what I mean. Like, the You're point right. is like, when the giant inside it tells you, like, I'm getting this from people <laughs> that are inside the building saying, "Hey, Chris." This is the way they're looking at it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I'm glad you're saying that because when I say it, it comes off as, oh, you're Jerry's kissing Chris's ass. No, guys, like the other day when you said, look, that this, I'm, I'm very com- I'm confident right now of Galladay. It's not done until it's signed, but I feel pretty good about this right now. And people are writing back, what's your source? And people who stick up for us, you know, the Joey Z's, the, the Lisa's, the, the, the Booker Daniels, whoever, and I'm sorry for not mentioning the thousands of, of you guys that are awesome are writing back, he's the source. And it's like, yeah, like you're you're working phones, and, and I know I'm not trying to be funny here, but you're gonna know more than accounts that <laughs> don't have the access. So that is what it is. I just wanted to. Add yeah, that. I just you know you see stuff like oh Nate Solder's starting my attack. You know people putting stuff out there. It's like all right. I'm saying is just be careful of what you read and some of these things because they're not even cl- remotely, you know, they're not even remotely close to being right. You know. Right. Um, so. Uh, even you know, even the other night, people you know, when Galladay was coming in for the visit, you know, and it was like, well, he might it might take a few days, it might take a day, you know, and 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 his people putting out there, oh, he's definitely coming in tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'm on the actually emailing a guy, right, right, <laughs> a guy right, right. back and forth that I'm not going to mention the name, but sure, right, right. Trust me when I tell you, nobody knows more than this guy when right. this guy's coming in, and and it's, that's why I said it could be tomorrow, it could be two days. They have to do the testing. They're not quite sure yet what's going on. And I see people like, oh, he's definitely coming in tomorrow. Like, I'm laughing because I'm talking. I'm actually physically emailing it with a guy who knows more than anything. Right. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm yeah. not even bothering you with it because I, I, like, I'm not going to you're, – you're, you're working the oh, – not, not to be corny, but you're working the phones. And what's cracking me up 
his <laughs> friends of mine are texting me, what's Chris got? I'm like, I don't know, dude. You want his phone number? Message him. I don't know. Leave me alone. Like, it's just hilarious. Like, what, what's Chris know? What's Chris know? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Here's his freaking phone number. But yeah, yeah anyway. So, yeah, I, I just, just to remind the people, you know, that, that are listening, just, just be careful, you know, of stuff you read because a lot of stuff isn't really exactly right, you know. Um, yep. Yeah. Getting back to the Giants, uh, Austin Johnson, we talked about that. Hey, Jerry, yeah. another guy they brought in, mm-hmm. somebody we preached about a little bit after the season ended, we got to upgrade over backup quarterback. Yes. And they did. Um, and, right. So now look, they signed Colt McCoy last year, and I was like, hey, this is a guy that's been a starter. He could come in <clears throat> and win a game for you. And he did. And he could do some things. Now, <laughs> technically, he never had the strongest arm, but he really lost zip at his fastball. <laughs> right, right. So that's why after the season, we were like, well, look, we can't rely on this guy to come because he's got no fa- Look, that Brown game was, was a perfect illustration. I, I, it, uh-huh. you know, yeah. I mean, he blew two touchdowns because he couldn't get the ball there. Yes. Okay, that would have been a whole different game. Sure. Another quarterback. So we felt that, hey, we got to upgrade a little bit here because Colt McCoy just doesn't have that little zip anymore, even though he didn't, he never had the strongest arm, but he had a stronger arm when he was younger. He didn't show it last year. There was no confidence in him coming in and winning game. I don't want to hear about the Seattle game, uh, Jerry, either, because we all I'm know joking. I'm the defense carried him. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, Jerry, I, somebody, a reliable person told me yeah. that that Seattle game was the game that – Turned Russell Wilson on Seattle. <laughs> well, that's great. That's that hilarious. after that game, yeah. he went crazy yeah. about what the hell are we doing on offense and it's off because you remember the Giants pressured him the whole game. Right. And their schemes, he felt the Giants knew everything they were doing. They couldn't block up front, and he went ballistic up from what I understand. And the Giant game was the one that got that rolling. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, just I just thought it in there because I, I Forgot to put that on Twitter, but Chris, I got a question for you. I want to stay on that real quick. I, and I, I know, guys, we're talking Giants. Don't worry, we'll get right back to it. But if if you're a quarterback and you make thirty million, right, and you're complaining about the offensive line, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, what are you, you saying? Con- like, yo, why don't you take less money, right? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. I mean, how come? I mean, Tom Brady does it. It's not his fault that he married a supermodel who makes a kajillion dollars a year. Like, I don't know, man. That's where I'm at with it. When I heard all that, I'm like. I don't know, Russ. Maybe, maybe you take a little less to kind of give it yeah. to uh, whatever. Hey, yeah. he's and he can earn what he wants. I don't care. It's not about that, but it's about cap space. So mm. that's it. Sorry. Well, that's a good point, brother. Yeah. You know, you could turn around and say, well, you know what? We can't afford this guy and this guy because you're taking forty million a year. You know. Right. Right. And like you said, you, you don't knock anybody for getting as most you know no. more, more, no. the most money he could, and I'm right. not, especially right. in this sport. Right. They should. But at the get same time, can. like you said, when you take it up a you know almost a third of a cap. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, huh, why can't we get linemen? That's weird. Anyway. Yeah, you know, certain positions are going to suffer. And the Cowboys are seeing that, you know, they can't get a defense going because <laughs> and now they're paying Dak all this money. They pay, you know, they pay some other guy, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Amani Coopers and all that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, um, so look, when you're paying all that money, two, three, four guys, you're going to suffer in some position, you know? Right. Um, that's where drafting comes in big time too. But Mike Glennon, mm-hmm. um, a guy is going to be backed up, Daniel. Um, look, <clears throat> big arm, big kid, you know? Yeah. If he comes in, if Daniel gets hurt, hopefully he <laughs> in one year loses zip on his fastball. Yeah, we don't right. expect that. So he's a guy that could come in and maybe do some things for you. I like And, it, and again, you know, look, cap-wise, one, one year, 1. 1.35. Perfect. Perfect. Right. So, you know, you kind of like that, you know. Um, so a guy that could, you know, experienced guy, 
big arm and maybe could do some things for you if Daniel, like two years in a row, Daniel's been hurt, right? So, right. you know, you, you got to look at a guy. You know, the Giants are looking at this position. I like when Eli was there, brother. Right. Now they look at it like, well, the, you know, the David Cause and the uh, and the Nassibs, you know, those days are over. We got to get a guy in here because Jones has been hurt, you know? Nassib. Oh. You know? Yeah. So. Um, I thought that was a pretty decent guy. A guy coming in, he could wing it. Yeah. Look, oh, that's what I wanted to get at, Jerry. So they bring in the speech to Ross. Mm-hmm. They bring in the Rudolph. Mm-hmm. They bring in, hopefully, you know, they're looking to bring land Kenny Galladay. If that doesn't work out somehow, chances are they're going to go with, you know, one of those receivers at 11, you know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the point I'm bringing up, Jerry, is that Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, a lot of talking about changing up some schemes. Great. One of the things they want to adjust, a judge admitted to us that he adjusted some schemes. They had to adjust some schemes of what they want to do for next year. He didn't specifically say, but you can read between the lines, dude. Right. By personnel moves. You understand what I'm getting at? Yep. And one of the things they want to adjust that, they want to go vertical more. Daniel Jones is a pretty damn good vertical quarterback. And that's weird because coming out, didn't everyone think that's what he couldn't do? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? The experts. Right, yeah. no, then you saw him in practice, you're like, oh, guys, I don't know what they're talking about. He throws a very good deep ball, so anyway. Yeah, and he throws an excellent back shoulder fade down the sidelines. Which yeah. I think Galladay is what? Perfect for, no? Right, right. And <laughs> right. watch it. And, and, you know. Big Tuesday. By the way, Big Thursday or Friday came back for a second. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wanted to throw a little yeah. Galladay highlights in. I was teaser. watching all of Kenny's snaps last year. He only played like five games. I was watching all the snaps. And, you know, and Jerry, contested catches, which we all know. he's He makes them, you know. Mm-hmm. He goes up and gets it. I put one on Twitter where he'll go up and go get it, you know. Yep. Uh, what does it remind you of, Jerry? <laughs> Number 17. It reminds you of a certain guy <laughs> they signed years ago, right? Yep. That turned okay. the offense around, you know. Um who also wasn't known as a burner, but could beat guys deep. Right. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if Galladay has that 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 deceptive speed that Plax had, but I'm just no. Kidding. Yeah, but uh, hey, look, he's look, Jerry. He's he's not a big separation guy. Right. You know, he's not going to run by you. You know, mm-hmm. but he's smart. He runs excellent dig routes. I watched him last night. He'll kill you down the sideline. He's going to he'll go vertical on you, and he mm-hmm. makes contested when you throw it there. He'll go get it, Jerry. You know. Right. Right. Um, and he's gonna go get it in the red zone. And I put, I actually, that's why I put that out on Twitter last night. Just to show, hey, look, this is what we need. You know, this guy's gonna go get it in the red zone. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I remind you, like you said, of a plaque some years ago. Um, so, but getting back to the scheme, Jerry, they want more vertical. Now, of course, you got to show up the offensive line to go more vertical. You know? Right. So, that's what Judge. Look, Jones is a good vertical quarterback, dude. You know? Yeah. Um, but you got to get them a little time, too. They're looking to go a little more with those goes. Mm-hmm. And they want to stretch the field a little more. So they bring in a Ross. They're looking to land a playmaker with Galladay. And like I just said, if that doesn't work out, chances are they're going to go with one of those kids if he's if one of them available at 11. And that's their plan, Jerry. That's the adjustment of schemes. Like, we got to go downfield more. Now, yeah. there's, a, there's another potential move that may be coming early next week, right? Adoree Jackson's coming in, cornerback for mm-hmm. Titans. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a, is that a, is that a, a non-starter if Galladay's signed? Because I just don't know where they get the money from unless they start renegotiating Blake Martinez and Brad Berry and those guys. Well, Jerry, but, yeah. you have to remember something, dude. They got under the cap. 
before the new league, league year. That's all that matters. Yeah. Now, all you have to do is get under the cap before the, the season starts. Yeah, it's a good point, right? And, so and, and that wants yeah. to restructure, yeah. you know what I mean? Right, because I'm, I'm just looking at this like, I'm, I'm trying to think of too excited because I'm going to, you know, I'm a buffoon. But, like, we, we lost Tomlinson and Zeitler, but we gained, okay, we gained Booker. Uh, uh, we gained <laughs> Ross. Um, Solder was restructured. Rudolph, maybe Galladay. Um, Odin, Odin Igbo. Uh, you know, Glennon, Raglan. We may we may be getting a, a Dory Jackson. Like we're adding so many guys, and 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 we're I don't know. I, like I feel really good about this. And look, I was okay with Julian Love as the corner, as giving him a shot. But if you bring him in, then now you have depth all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden, the Giants on Tuesday went from a team that couldn't even re-sign Leo Williams, and it looked that way at least, to holy crap, they're adding pretty valuable pieces here potentially. And starters and back. It's like, this is, this is, if they get Galladay and so, even if they just get Galladay, forget, forget Jackson. This has been a better free agent period than I think most Giant fans could have dreamed of, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah I mean. No or not. Yes or no. I mean, maybe I'm making too much of it, but I, I didn't, I didn't think they'd be signing all these guys, Chris. That's all. Uh, well, it didn't look like it, but you know, um, this is, but Jerry, you know, this is why. You know, you say don't don't get caught up with the cap numbers. You know, I, I I know I know, but it looked like for a while the Giants like you, you always say it like that. How does Dallas get around it? Right, they yeah. just sign whoever they want. We weren't doing much. All of a sudden, we signed Leo Williams, and now we're bringing in. I I mean, did you see Kyle Rudolph coming? I didn't. Nope. I, I like that's a nice bonus, right? If yeah. we get Galladay, oh my god, and then Jackson, this is crazy. It's it's awesome. I I, I just I love where this is going. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. It, but this is why these guys, you know, this is what the frustration a lot of times is like, hey, Dave, these other teams are doing it. Hey, Kevin Abrams and Dave, these other teams are doing it. Why are we not whacking these numbers around, right? Right. And you see that they're doing that a little bit now. You know, they, they are doing that. Um, and who knows, Jerry? They got to restructure some guy, you know, and stuff down the road to free up some more cap. You know, the solar thing was a must. They did do that, you know. Right. And Leo thing was a must as far as getting that cap number down. And right. they did do that. So they got a little money to play around with. And they're gonna to try to make it work, bringing some of these guys pretty, you know, on the low end, you know. So it's right. it's working out. But look, like we said, the two main goals, Jerry, was Leo and maybe adding that outside playmaker. And it looks like they are gonna accomplish that goal, you know. Right. So, what do you think of Jackson? Would you like him in here or not? I loved him as. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have no problem bringing him in. You know. Um, look, I loved the Dory's first few years in the league. I thought he was a phenomenal player, corner and all that. His third year was, like, not really the same. Last year he got injured. Then he was kind of, like, behind, you know. He's a very good return man, you know. Yep, yep. Um, so, he's a kid. You know, he might be another chipper, you know. Bring him in right. here. He's got a little chip on the shoulder. The Titans released him, you know. Number right. one pick, the whole deal. Right. Um, and he might come in here and say, hey, I, you know, this is another lease on life here, and I'm going to show everybody why I was the number one pick and all that, you know. You, th- you think Logan Ryan's... <laughs> Working behind the scenes for that or no? Uh, I'm sure they went to Logan. They asked what kind of character he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Logan, Logan's vouched for him before. You know, so yeah, right. I'm sure Logan's telling him, hey, bring him in here. Yeah, this kid's a good yeah. kid. You know, yeah. you know, I worked with him in Tennessee. I'll work with him here. If you guys get it done, you got a good play here. I'm sure Logan's telling him that, you know. Right, right. So. All right. So it's been a, an incredible week. Hopefully it gets better. Um, if they sign Galladay, I want to talk to you about something. All right. Mm-hmm. If they sign him, and you have Galladay, Shepard, Slayton, um, 
I, I think, personally, that the number 11 pick, I think signing Galladay allows them to go best player available, which is what you always want to do. Right. And if that best player is a wide receiver, I don't care if they do it, right? Like, if you take, you know, if, if Smith falls or uh, if Waddle's there and you want him, then they can take him. But I'm telling you right now, dude, if, if yeah. they bring Galladay in, I, I think a pick like – I think the, I don't think Gettleman's going to be able to resist Quiddy Pay or someone like that, which, again, yeah. if that's what they have highest, I don't care. But it, there's so much – I just think, Chris, there's so much more flexibility at yeah. that pick if you yeah. sign Galladay, no? Yeah, I agree with you. Right? Like, it could be – to me, it could be – who's that offensive lineman? What's his name? Uh, not, the, not the big – the number one guy, the second Slater. guy. Slater. Slater. Right. You could throw him in. God. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. I know. Yeah. He could. He's a tackle that could go over to God, or he wins your right tackle spot. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Or, or Jerry, Same. they go cornerback. <laughs> oh. What do you think? Th- okay, so. What I, if. I, 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 the, yeah, that's the next question. If they bring in Jackson and they have Bradbury, Jackson, and Love, you still think they could go corner? I, uh, yeah, I think they could still. Okay. Because it, uh, say Sutan drops to them, Jerry. Yeah. Although most people think he's not going to make it down 11, but. I'll say it once again. You, nobody knows how drafts are going to go, right? You, you don't, right? And if, think about real quick. Sorry to interrupt. You have four quarterbacks, four receivers if you throw pits in. That's eight. Sewell, Slater, 9-10. One of them's got to fall. <laughs> We're 11, right? Yeah. Like, but one of those players is going to fall. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You know? Yeah. So what if a Satan falls to them? What if they have Khalif Fawley rated just as right. equal as Satan? Right. Yep. Hey, Jerry, you can never have enough corners, brother. There, there's a possibility that they pick it when they're picking at 11, that there's going to be four or five guys that could add to this team day one as a yep. starter for them. Yep. And it's like, again, that's, I know Gettleman doesn't trade down, but man, if, if one of those quarterbacks somehow falls to 11, you got to, you got to work the phones. You got to, you got to, you have so many guys. They're, they're so, so talented, this top 15. Anyway. Yeah, Jerry. And like you just said too, Will it be one of those edge guys? Will it be a Rousseau? Will it be or that kid, right. uh, the other Pay. kid? You know? Yeah. I, I look at Pay's size, dude, 6'4", 275. I'm like, yeah. that has Dave Gettleman written all over it. Right. Yep. So there's an edge guy now, you know? Yeah. So like you said, Jerry, if Galladay lands here, to me, that adds flexibility, you know? Yeah. And, the, and there's there's no pick they could make at 11 where I'm walking over bridges. I I don't care who they take. If they get Galladay and then they take Waddle, whatever, great. Yeah. Pitts, great, yeah. better. Now, now it doesn't another- matter. Another thing is the fact that we got to bring in Jerry here is that what's going to, what's Galladay's contract going to be? Right. Will it right. wind up being a one-year deal? Is it going to be three? Like if it's a three-year deal, four-year deal, okay, so now you have, you're flexible. You don't have to go, right? Receiver. Yeah. If it's a one-year deal, Jerry, which is, look, from what I understand, that's not off the board either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Now you're looking at, okay, well, one of those big receivers, hey, rookie contract, you got him four years, five years, okay, you yeah. go with that. You know what I mean? Then it's on the table, yep. So yep. it's a lot of different scenarios, bro. Yeah, well, not, let's, yeah, yeah. let's see what happens with Gall. The draft is, isn't until another month or so. Let's see what happens with Galladay. That's going to dictate a lot of what they do in the draft. Yeah, yeah. and I, I couldn't help but get ahead of myself because I'm, I'm sitting there looking at this roster and I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, we're in a good spot. And all of a sudden I think the offensive line now is priority number one if it hasn't been for <laughs> four years now, but it really is now. Like, if you can bring in Jackson, your secondary is, is looking good, right? You bring in Galladay, all of a sudden you have weapons now. Saquon's coming back. You got your, your quarterback that you believe in. You know, the linebackers are pretty good right now. 
defensive lines, you know, it, it's you, you signed good. your main guy, Leo Williams, right? It's still you, good. That, yeah, yeah, but that's the that was your goal, right? Yeah. So now it's all right. Well, do, do they bring in an edge guy? Or do they they go offensive line and build the O line over the first couple of rounds? I know, I know, they're always gonna take best player available. I'm just saying, like it, it it would work out nicely if you could take a guard or um, you know maybe even two guards. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying you could you could. That's where you have to concentrate on this team. Protect the asset under center and protect your, your running back and really have this offense go, man. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So this you know, this golly signing will, will dictate a lot, you know? Yep. Draft wise. Yeah. You know? I keep and looking I, I keep I, look, Jerry, am I gonna rule out even if Galladay signs it, am I gonna rule out Giants going receiver eleven? No, I'm not no. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I I wouldn't rule it out. Me neither, right. But I you know, like I to me, that cornerback or edge guy comes into play or excuse me, Jerry, that offensive lineman comes into play big time now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So It's going to be interesting to see what happens ahead of us, what the Jets do, and, and how far a guy like Sewell could fall. Like, that'd be tremendous, but... Well, it'd be interesting to see what the Jets do now, Jerry, because this the Sean Watson yeah. allegations yeah. has thrown a huge monkey yeah. wrench into Miami's dreams, yeah. the Jets' dreams, right? Yeah. Or anybody else who was thinking about putting a package together to try to land Watson. Yeah. This is a whole different story now. Nobody's going after him now, bro. You know? That's a lot of women coming forward. It's you know, a lot of women. It's, gonna, it's, it's a going to play out, but wow. And, and look, I'm no criminal investigator. I'm not saying anybody's guilty or innocent. Nope. I'm just saying that exactly. that's a huge gray cl- uh, cloud now Yeah, that's hovering over Deshaun Watson, you know, and the yep. Houston Texans. Yep. So, I don't, you know, who, well, I mean, Jerry, if you're a general manager and you, you're thinking about ready to hit Houston with a huge package, are you doing that right now? No. Absolutely not. The guy could be, the guy could be going to, uh, he could be getting arrested for all we know, or he could, he could be getting cleared down in months. We don't know, but yep, no that, idea. You, that's yep. <clears throat> that's a huge question mark right now, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Well, dude, it's been an awesome week. Is there anything else that we? I think we, I think we got every player. We got most of the moves. Is there anything else worth bringing up right now, other than just waiting on Galladay and hopefully this being a. You know that the, this awesome week for the Giants continues into tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> I'm no. excited. I'm psyched, man. I, I love this. This has no. been better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. I did yeah. not think uh, we're bringing in this many guys. I, I'm just excited. That's why I think. I think like Raglan. I think he's an upgrade over what we had. I'm going to sneeze. So good. I'm going to put it on mute. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry, you there? Yeah. I just. I'm. Okay. I. I it passed. I'm not sneezing now. I'm going to all of a sudden blow up on this microphone in about a minute. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so obviously the, the big one would be, we'll see if Galladay winds up here. I, you know, we should be finding that out in the near future, you know. So And, and you know, as soon as everybody finds everything out, we'll be putting it out there, and uh, we'll see what happens, you know. Yep. <clears throat> all right. Uh, good job, buddy. 42 minutes in, we'll get to questions. I'm surprised we even have time for questions after all the activity that's happened this week and potentially could happen more. Uh, let's start at the top with Oscar Nieves. How the heck do incentives work? If we sign Gallaudet to a $14 million a year contract with incentives to make up to 18 does that still count against the cap? Um, good question, Oscar. There are the likely-to-be-earned versus not-likely-to-be-earned incentives, and the, the likely-to-be-earned ones don't count, right? So if – Say a receiver gets 1,000 yards last year and you put in his contract. If you get 1,000 yards, you get this much. They consider that likely to be earned. I don't know all the rules around that, but once that designation is given, 
then that counts towards the cap if it's a likely to be earned versus not likely. So, um, Booker Daniels, beyond the core four wide receiver, tight end offensive players, who could you see the Giants targeting at in the second and third round? Any ideas, Chris? Yet? I mean, we're doing our we're doing our draft uh, issue this week, guys. So we'll be getting in, getting into that later this week and all, and into next week and probably going forward, but. I'm sorry, Jay. The first round. What, what was that question? Sorry, sorry. Be- beyond the core four wide receivers, like the, oh, right, the Waddles, right. Chase, and um, right. is there anyone else that jumps out at you, uh, maybe in the second or third round? Receiver wise? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember. Or, t- or, t- I, or tight end. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what the kid from um, Peyton. I like him. Yeah. What about Penn State's tight end? And uh, oh, receiver or tight end? Well, both. He said tight end or receiver. Sorry. Oh, oh um, yeah. I, I don't know much about that Penn State tight end. I, really, yeah. I just saw him on film a few times. I don't know yeah. much about him. He seems like a pretty good player, but uh, yep. Um, nah, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know much. Just I, I like that Peyton kid. You know. Yeah, yeah. And there's one other kid. I forget his name now. Because you know what? Be honest with you, Jerry. He's concentrating so much at free. Oh no, dude. That's why I'm asking you. We're getting we're getting into the draft more this week and, yeah, and going yeah. forward. So I, yeah, I, I you know right I after this free agency answer. settles down, everybody. Um, I'll start getting into the draft a lot more. I got a whole month to get into the draft. Yep. Right now, I'm just you know I'm not really diving into as far as second, third, fourth round and stuff like yep. that. So, but I, I know that kid Payton. I like him. I've seen him. You know, Frank Frank Seattle now brings up a great question because it's another guy that I didn't even name with the, those eleven that I named before. Guy that I like. Assuming Galladay signs, doesn't Parsons move up high on the draft board? To oh, add another playmaker. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Frank. Yep. Hell of a question, buddy. Thank you, Frank. Totally forgot about Michael Parsons. Yep, yep. So, so, so There's did a guy I. to keep an eye on, too, right there, brother. Yep. Oh, God. Would, I mean, that's, that's, our, that's our Devin White, no? That could be a, that kind of guy. Well, well yeah, I mean, that, that, that position, that type of player. Uh, yeah, look, uh, he, he was really good at Penn State. He opted out last year, and, uh, but he's, look, he, he's a good player, brother. You know, so... <laughs> And, you know, one guy that you mentioned early last year that didn't get much playing time this year, uh, that's also – that comes into account for, for linebackers, T.J. Brunson, right? Like, he's still on the team. Yeah. So, there's names that we haven't brought up that you don't know much about yet, yeah. and especially with last year with COVID and everything. But, um, you know, this year, uh, that's another guy that, that maybe they can rely on. I'm not saying that would make them not take Parsons. It'd be crazy. But um, I'm just saying if they did Competition. Yeah, right, right. There we go. Chris McCumber. Guys, thanks for doing the best Giants. Thanks for doing the best Giants and overall football podcast out there. Thank you, Chris. We keep hearing about salary cap wizards on other teams who seem to be much better than the Giants at manipulating the cap. Do we have a Gandalf at 1925 Giants drive? Yeah, Chris. I mean, based on what's happened the last few days, I, I think it's Kevin Abrams, right? I think <laughs> what, what they were able to do with Leo Williams all of a sudden restructure Solder. Now they're signing guys, and they're like we were just talked about before. Even if they sign Galladay, it doesn't mean that Jackson doesn't happen. So yeah. they're they're renegotiating constantly now, and and we almost I almost feel like I'm in the 21st century now. Like I'm excited about this, Chris, and I think I think <laughs> yeah. Abrams is that guy. I think Kevin Abrams is the the wizard, and and you got to remember, like he's not the GM, right? Like th- this is a this is a it's a group decision, right, Chris? Like Gettleman, Judge, you know, his like who they want to bring in. Yeah. Abrams is going to be the cap guy. He's not making decisions on this. He, so when people get pissed yeah. at Abrams, it's like, right, give him a chance here. Yeah, he also doesn't – he's the key negotiator too. Right. It's not, it's not really Gettleman. It's, it's Abrams. Right, but it's, it's – I'm saying it's, it's Gettleman, Gettleman and, and Judge would decide on somebody, and I'm sure Abrams has yeah. saying it. But yeah. 
once they get him to the table, then Abrams does all this. With yeah, all the, yeah, the... yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, you know, somebody told me yesterday, you know, it's Abrams and Galladay's agent. They're going at it. They're negotiating. Right. It's not even Dave. It's Abrams. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there you go, Chris. Chris uh, McCumber, not Chris Bizignano. Um, Mad Stewardgard, uh, Kyle Rudolph, 4.75 million cap hit in 2021. Sounds a whole lot better than the two-year 14 million. Yes, it does. Love this signing by the Giants. Keep up the good work, guys. Love from Denmark. Love right back at you, buddy. And we like it too because when we first heard that contract, it sounded awfully high. Uh, the year two is like a seven and a half cap hit, mm-hmm. but you know they have. You would think that, that Kyle Rudolph has two, three years left in him. That's one I'm extremely excited about. Yeah, and don't forget the cap number. The Giants are gonna have a lot of money under the cap. It's yeah. gonna go up, and you could always redo that deal too. For, and you, yeah, good point. Uh, for Rudolph and, and uh, year two, you know what excellent, I mean? Excellent point. Just yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I love this question. Off football, Chris, Giants fan in Vermont. Hey guys, love the pod. Thank you for being the best of what you do. Thanks, buddy. You have to draft a drummer for your band, and John Bonham is not available. <laughs> Who do you take? He said, listen to this. Listen to that now. Now, before you laugh, here's what he says. That you're not going to like this. I would take Keith Moon, who's better than Bonham. I'll wait to hear your answer. Hashtag ah. Farmers and Spitters. <laughs> well, a lot of people felt Keith Moon was better than Bonham. Uh, you know where I stand on that. That's bullshit. So, um, <laughs> right. No, me too. Right, right, right. But Ginger Baker. Um... And uh, Neil Pert. There you go. I was going to say um, that the right tackle. Yep. Pert. Um, you know, yep. if somebody's asked me if I had to take somebody. Well, look, if I had to take somebody instead of Bonham, it would have been Keith Moon. Yes, I agree. I'm not going with that. Keith Moon's better than Bonham crap. Right. Um, uh, it'll be Moon or it'll be uh, uh, Ginger or probably Neil Pert. Yeah, I go Pert. That's uh, yeah, Neil Pert. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. That's funny. Good stuff. Uh, Johnny Paraselli chiming in for the first time in a long time. Hope you're well. Right back at you, buddy. First time in a long time. I'm curious. If there's a specific belief within the organization that Hernandez isn't looked at as a starting guard for us, do you believe that COVID forced him out of the rotation or is his, is his future in jeopardy? I'll hang up and listen. If who, Jerry, look into what? I'm sorry. Do you think Hernandez, uh, uh, Hernandez, the, the right, the tackle, left what? tackle. Will and Ann is the guard? Yeah. If I'm sorry, guard, 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 guard. If you what? If, if, do you believe that COVID forced him out of the rotation oh. or is his future in jeopardy? Like, is, was COVID a good excuse? Not good excuse, but you know what I mean. Like a, yeah, a yeah. convenient well, he, yeah, excuse yeah. to get him out of the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, they had to sit him down, and then he kind of got outplayed, and they just like, they liked Lemieux better, um, JP. That, no question about it. They liked Lemieux better. Yeah. And he's, you know, he got less and less snaps, and I think the last game he didn't even get off. I don't think he even got a snap against Dallas the last game. No. If I remember correctly. Right. Um, they just like Lemieux better. They like his athleticism better. Um, I don't believe Willinaz will get a second contract with the Giants. You know, uh, I think right. his days are numbered here. This will be his last year. Mecca of NYG. Happy free agency, guys. In honor of St. Patty's Day, Chris, if you can only get one of these golden domers in the draft, which one are you taking? Jeremiah, Owosu. God, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, Dale, Dalen Hayes or Liam Eichenberg? Yeah, woo, woo. Well, look. Uh, as far as high pick, it's got to be my boy, Woo, the edge guy right there. Yeah. Whose stock is rising, by the would way. You, would you take him at 11? Um, I would not take him at 11, no. Okay. No. Um, if I was in the 20s, I would take him. But yeah. um, at 11, uh, no, I think for, you know, it would be close, but I don't think I would take him at 11. No, I wouldn't. Robert Allen. Hey, buffoons. <laughs> I love that. 
How much influence do you think Judge has had on the free agency moves in 2020 and this year? Gettleman was horrible in 2018 and 19. Last year was solid, and this year shaping up to be solid. It appears to be quite a bit of influence. Chris, you want to shed any light what you think on that? On Gettleman? On, uh, on how much influence Judge has on all this. Oh, he has a huge influence. Look, yeah, look. We talk about it all the time. You know, yeah. I know there's a narrative out there a little bit from some people that think that Gettleman is the, you know, the supreme ruler, and he just, whatever he says goes. That's not true at all. Right. Gettleman works with Judge, brother. Yeah. They work very closely together. Do yeah. they have some disagreements on personnel? Yeah, but every GM and coach has disagreements. Yeah. You know? Yep. If you don't have a coach disagreeing with a GM on some things in personnel, then you just got a yes man coach, and you might as well just launch his ass, or launch his butt now because he's not going to last long. You know? When I'm willing to marry you to say if I have everybody that agrees, I don't need to hire everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So they disagree. <laughs> Look, Judge admitted that. Right. You know? Yeah. Certain at times, but they work closely together, and they work on things. You know what they see, and you know personnel wise, and they work it out. Gettleman works closely with his coaches, dude. To me. To me, Jerry, he worked yeah. too closely with Sharma, and he was too influenced by, by Sharma and Betcha. Yeah. And they were bringing in these buffoons. Yeah. They're, they're, that's, it, it, Dave Gettleman did not see Kareem Martin and say, I got to have him. I mean, uh, thank he, you. Right? Like, thank that was you. Betcher saying, I want him in thank here. Thank you. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but Gettleman works with Judge. Judge has a, heavy, uh, a big influence. There's no question about it, man. They work together. That's, that's part of the process. Yep. So just get rid of that stupid narrative that, you know, I know people really believe that. Like, the, oh, well, Gettleman walks in. I, I want this guy, uh, Joe Judge. Dave, I really don't like him. I don't like him. No, no, screw you, Joe. I'm the, I'm the GM. You're the coach. I'll do it. No, that's not the way it works. That's not right. the way it works here. Yep. Well said. Hunt for five at G-Men Pride 4. Jerry, did you run around the room screaming like a little kid on Christmas after you saw Rudolph was signed in hopes that it meant the end of Evan Ingram Air in New York? Thanks for the great coverage, guys. Hashtag I want Kenny. Uh, no, but I texted Chris right away. Like I said before, Hunt for Five. Hey, man, what does that mean for, for uh, Ingram? And Chris was like, we could probably go with four tight ends. So uh, threw water on that one right away. <laughs> Buffoon Blue at H.S. Peterson. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you in the O-line? Seems to me that every year we trick ourselves into thinking the O-line will be okay. Chris, right now as it stands, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you feel about the O-line scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most confident? Well, I don't know about the scale, you know, whatever number you put. But, no, I don't feel too confident. I'd I, mean, say, I was going to say four. I'd say four. How yeah. could you feel confident in this line? Yeah, no, I don't. No. I don't. No. Does it mean it's not going to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it mean he's not going to draft a guy? Does it mean he's not going to bring in some other veteran, yeah. you know? Yeah. Does it mean guys aren't going <clears> to <throat> be the Andrew Thomases and Gates and the Lemieux or whatever might be even, be even better in year two? You know, I'm not saying that. But you can't right now on March well, 20th. Say, oh, yeah, I'm real confident in this line. No, absolutely not. All right, we'll go three more. Um, here's one for you, Chris. You can stick up for your boy. Easy peasy. What am I missing with the Rudolph signing? Production has declined three years running. He's 31 years old. Even if he is blocking, if he is, even if he is a blocking upgrade, you don't pay that for a blocking tight end. I'll give you a chance to respond to easy peasy on that one. Well, Chris. they don't just look at Rudolph as a blocking tight end. They look at a guy who could go get in the red zone mm-hmm. and still got some production left. Basically, what Toy Lolo was supposed to be, no? Well, uh, or no? He'll be more. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened there. They, that's somebody they got to work in more too. But, but that's what you know. Supposedly, that's what they were looking for too. Until that day, yeah, like red out. zone target. Uh, yep. But Rudolph's, you know, he's not. You know, listen, even at thirty-one, Rudolph's still way better than Toy Lolo. And, oh yeah, no, I'm just saying. Last year when they brought Toy Lolo in, yeah, it was he'll uh, be the red zone guy, and he never the, it never worked. Big difference here is that Rudolph is a proven commodity. Where he's a fifth. 
He's a 50-50 guy. Yeah. You know, which you go throw it up there, and he's going to bring it 50-50 chances. He's bringing it down. You know what I mean? Yep. Have they had that, Jerry? No. No, right? Nope. I mean, no. Ingram was supposed to be somebody like that, but look, I'm not even going to get into Evan anymore. I mean, we all know what that the is, la- right? The last guy they had like that, and he wasn't even that tall, was like Hakeem Nix. He wasn't even that big. Yeah. I, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, so Rudolph's a guy they're hoping could give him that element, you know? Right, right. And then before that, it was obviously, you know, Plax. Uh, two more. Kerry Feliciano, in your opinion, is there any amount of success the team could have that could sway Giant fans in favor of Gettleman, or is that ship sailed? I feel like if he won a Super Bowl, we'd still hear reasons why he's the worst GM in the league. Uh, Kerry, you're right. You are right. It doesn't – there's some people – where it does not matter what he does, doesn't matter who he brings in, who he drafts. Um, yeah, they're never going to like him. It is what it is. They're going to say, "Well, anybody can do it." So, yeah. Yep. Do you agree? I mean, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but uh, it seems like today's society that even when you're wrong, and, and like you said, if Gettleman went out and they they won a Super Bowl next year. People, instead of admitting they're wrong, would just still say, well, you know what? Uh, Jerry Foley could have won with that team. You know? I mean, yeah, right. right. You, know, you get what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's it's sad. But, you know, I know we've, look, I think it's a good sign for me and you, Jerry, because people have accused us of being pro-Gettleman. <laughs> yeah, right. People have accused us of being anti-Gettleman, which means <laughs> right. that we're saying it like it is where both sides are attacking, right? <laughs> McConkie's Tal, who's a follower I love, called right. me dr- dramatic the other day. You're being dramatic. Right. And then there's other guys who, I mean, you know, they're like, you guys just kiss his ass. It's like, oh, my God, thank you both, because that means we're, we're calling it like we see it. If, you're both, if everyone's saying that and on both sides, and hey, you know what? We call it like we see it, and, we, and oh. that's what we try to present. We're fans, I, guys. I think the prime example of that, if people have any doubts of that, is last Monday or Tuesday, where this right. Lennon Williams stuff was dragging. Right. And I destroyed Gettleman on Twitter. Right. Basically, yes. what are we doing here, Dave? <laughs> right? Right. Stop holding. Let, you, you let this guy hold. Or you, you'd rather have a root canal than lose this guy. Right. You're letting him hold the organization hostage. Right. It's almost Wednesday, the 17th league year, and we're still dicking around with two years with Lennon Williams. That's right. And so... You know, and then a day later, it was like, okay, Dave got the job done. He did wind up doing it, right? Right, yes. I mean, just say like it is. That's all, you know. <laughs> and, and, and people people asking why that wasn't a longer contract, probably because Leo Williams is only going to be, what, like 29 at the end of this. He probably wants yeah. to sign one more. Yeah, Leo was happy with the three years. Gettleman, that's been his deal, too. Three years, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is smart, in a way. Now, would you have liked to see him maybe spread out a little bit more cap-wise? But, Jerry, I'm not even going to crucify him there yeah did yeah. i jerry look that with that amount of money did i want to see four or five years to spread it out a little bit more uh, yeah sure. i did yeah. but yeah i'm not going to really sweat that jerry because these cap numbers are going to explode in the next few years dude right so right i lost my last question god damn it i just had it and i scrolled uh let's see it was a tiki barber question uh man i'm sorry I guess we can we can go to that right like all right and I, I apologize if I'm if I'm paraphrasing this and whoever ever asked it, but it, it Tiki Barber commented that the Giants would be basically morons for signing Galladay, and then Steve Smith 
uh, the Panthers said that they'll never sign an alpha, right? They'll never sign a, a you know, a, a, whatever that means, an alpha wide receiver. Really, I think Steve Smith, there's no more divas uh, at any position in, in the NFL that there are at wide receiver. I mean, do you, like, how can you be, like, it's so funny. Those two opinions are, are so far at the edge, right? Like hmm. one guy saying, you know, the, the Giants would never sign him. And then you got Tiki Barber, who, you know, he, I guess he's earned the right to say what he wants. I don't know. But, you know, he's saying they got to be stupid to sign him. Again, seems like the answer to this is, yeah, you know what? We're, we're going to sign him on our terms, right? We're going to sign him. Making, and that meeting that they had with him, Chris, you, would, you, would you say that was to feel him out and to talk about how, how he left Detroit? Because he didn't get along with, with Matt Patricia, right? Like there were some issues there, yeah. no? Him and 20 but, other guys. Right, but, right, exactly. Right, but they wanted to flush that out with him and his injury right, history. They wanted to get, sure, they wanted to get, look, this is their prize prospect. They didn't want to bring him in here and get a feel, see what happened in Detroit. They wanted, the main thing was to make sure the hip was good, okay? Right, right. But Jerry, look, look they, they brought over Kyle O'Brien from Detroit, you know, um, they did their due diligence before he even arrived in the building. Right. Then they wanted to get a feel. They took him out to eat. Why I wasn't invited, I have no idea. But they took him out to eat. They probably bought him some half-assed restaurant. I could have brought him to a real damn good restaurant. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, Where would you have taken him? Oh, I would have taken him over here and freaking sat out. You know what I mean? I would have took yeah, him to a yeah. restaurant. We would have yeah. sat in the back, in the corner. He would have had the best freaking food of his life. And, and you nobody would have bought and you, and you would have said to him, Try the veal. It's the best in the city. Uh, you know what I mean? Something like that. You know, I could have had a couple of guys make sure nobody came in the back room and it would have been, right. fuck, it would have been freaking great, you know? <laughs> but anyway, for some reason, Gettleman doesn't trust me with his, you know, I guess with the restaurants. With the, his, with the wooing. Right. But, but right. Jerry, you know, they want to, you know, they want to get a feel of him. You know, this is a rarity now, you know, free agents coming in visiting because of the COVID and all that, right? And yep. And today's football, you know, it's like this was like years ago, Jerry, when free used to come into the building, you know. Yeah. Um, so they got a good, you know, they want to see the guy. Obviously, talk about some stuff that happened in Detroit, but they knew Jerry what kind of guy they were getting before he walked in the door. But they wanted, you know, get a feel themselves. They wanted obviously do the hip issue, and of course, they wanted to talk money with his agent, you know. But I can't tell you this: mm-hmm. um, everything went well, dude. <clears throat> there wasn't one. I, I, I talked to somebody last night at about 7 o'clock, I think it was, Jerry, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, what are we doing here? You know, what's up with Galladay? You know? Right. Chris, it went real well. Nice. It went well. I mean, you're, you're jerking me. Uh, I mean, you, uh, you, you know, I mean, uh, uh, did it <laughs> go well? Around. Uh, what, what's me well? Around. To me, to me <laughs> well is they had an ice cream cone. And, hey, this is great. Well, I love this facility. Okay, guys. Oh, well's like, you know, hey, Kenny. Yo, Kenny likes it. Yeah. Giants love him. That's well to me. You understand what I'm getting at, Jerry? Yeah. Like, hey, re- yeah. they really like Galladay. They like the person. They like the man. Um, and Galladay loves the, the Giants, loves the organization, loves all that. To me, that's well. Not right. like, you know, we had a steak and, you know, we had some, you know, Kalamad and that was it. And we went home. You know what I mean? And, and there's the Empire State Building. And there's the right. 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 You know what I mean? Right. 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 And, there's, and there's Manhattan. How's, you know, from, <laughs> you can see it from our practice field, you know, and all that, you know? So... But I got, you know, I was told, no, no, Chris, it went real well. Excellent. So that's all we're at. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm just telling you where we're at, buddy. Um, I, by the way, I'm going back to that, that, that fake dinner or that, that imagined dinner. And I could see things breaking down at the table. And then you, like, you know, Michael Corleone saying, I have to go to the bathroom. 
No, no. If it, if people like this, well, we're looking at three years. Uh, no, no, Kenny. What are we talking about here? Well, we're looking at four years. Uh, and Dave being, you know, annoying. Or Kevin, Ava, Kevin, be quiet. Let me handle this. You know what I mean? You're right. There you go. You know what I mean? Nice. New job for you. Perfect. I wouldn't doubt it. You do it. Um, and that was Kay Gagan for that, that question on Tiki Barber. So thank you for that question. Good question, bud. All right, dude. Um, I guess we'll just sit here and wait around. Anything else? No, no. We'll see. Hopefully it works out. Giants need that playmaker. We need that outside big body. Could go get it, Jerry. We all know that. We discussed it a thousand times. Um, we'll see if it works out. Um, by the time we talk next week, hopefully we're talking about what they're going to look to do in the draft because they got a, you know, a real true number one um, you know, receiver. Yeah. To put him with, to me, going to be an excellent Darius, uh, real good, a much, let me rephrase that, a much better Darius Slate in year three. Right. We all know what Shep gives us, right? Yep. And then, you know, and then you could throw in some other guys, a Ross maybe, and maybe even a Kyle in the scene now, you know, scene in the red zone. Evan Ingram once in a while. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to talk about him too much. And, and of course, you know what, Jerry? We got that <clears throat> running back. What's his name? He's coming yeah, back. Yeah, right, right. You know? Yes. Sorry. Hey, you know what, dude? What, someone just got one under the wire. I'm just going to ask you this, then we could, we could stop. I'm sorry, man. Craig B., is Sam Beal still part of the Giants' future? Because he's someone I never bring up at corner. Uh, don't count on Sam Beal. That's okay. all I'm going to say. All right. Good question, Craig. All right. Good job, buddy. That was fun. Uh, hopefully, uh, today gets more fun later on. Um, we print next weekend, guys. Jerry, yes. Just quickly, sure. Sam Beal um, really... Uh, people... <laughs> I'm very down on Sam Beal in the Giants building, and it's not because he opted out. Okay. I will get into that a little bit more down the road, but don't, all I'm going to say is don't expect Sam Beal next year. I'll be surprised. <laughs> okay. Chris, take him for a ride. No, <laughs> no, no, I have to. Look, I, you know what? I, I can't get into it too much now, but he, he did some stupid stuff, Sam. Yeah. Um, he kind of, you know, yeah. gave the Giants a little. Not, uh, bad taste in their mouths about him, but, but people, you know, come back different. Sometimes people realize, you know, some stupid crap, and they come back and they give it a go. But I just right now, as of right now, don't count on Sam Beal. All right, buddy, good stuff. Uh, we print next weekend, guys. It's the draft issue. So going forward, we will be getting into that. I guess we'll do a podcast next week, right, Chris? Yeah, sure. Sometime yeah. next week. It's right. It's Saturday already, but we'll do something next week, and then we print next Sunday night. So look forward to that. So. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right, guys. Let's go. Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.